أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا لم الدين رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي رب يوزعنا نشكر نعمتك التي أنعمت علي وعلى والدي ونعم درت الله فيه ونرايت رب يوزعنا نشكر نعمتك التي أنعمت علي وعلى والدي ونعمل صالحا ترضاه وأصح لي في ذريتي إني تبت إليك وإني من المسلمين الحمد لله الحمد لله الحمد لله we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for allowing us tonight to be with you in the mosque so that we can remember him subhanahu wa ta'ala it is only by his permission that people not working I think it's only uh, it's working alhamdulillah it's coming it's good brilliant thank you okay it's only by his permission subhanahu wa ta'ala that we are here in the mosque Tawfiq is an important element of the life of the believer. You must always believe in that which happens to you in your life that is only taking place because of the success Allah is allowing you. Without his success for you, you will not be able to do anything. My success is only by Allah. I, upon him I depend and to him is my return. This is what we should believe in all the time. And therefore, when we come to the mosque and do dhikr, when we fast a day, when we are able to give charity, when we are supporting somebody, whenever we find ourselves in, in the position of doing good, rest assured it is the success of Allah for you or his allowance for you to do good. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states in the Quran, A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem, bismillahir rahmanir rahim, ha-meem, wal-kitab al-mubeen. إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَاهُ فِي لَيْلَةٍ مُبَارَكَةٍ Verses 1 to 3, Surah Al-Dukhan. Ha-meem, two letters. The letter Ha and the letter Meem. Begin this Surah, Surah Al-Dukhan, or the smoke. Now, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is not being reported that he explained what Ha-meem means. There are different Surahs in the Quran that begins with letters. Alif Lam Mim, Alif Lam Ra, Alif Lam Mim Ra, Alif Lam Sad, Alif Lam Mim Sad, Tasin, Tasim Mim, Yasin, okay, Sad, Taha, and then Hamim, and then Hamim, Ainsin, Qaf, and Qaf, and Nun. All these are beginning of surahs. Some of them are repeated, and some of them are mentioned only once, like Sad, and Qaf, and Nun, once are mentioned. Hamim is repeated, okay, seven times in the Quran. Alif Lam is repeated at least six times in the Quran. And therefore, we don't know the meaning of those letters. Some of the scholars, they try to explain. Abdullah ibn Abbas, the cousin of Rasulullah when he was asked to explain, he says, Allah knows what he intended by those letters. So that is where our knowledge ends about these letters. But the next verse, verse number two, well, Kitab al-Mubin, without any hesitation, all the scholars, they said, Al-Kitab al-Mubin, literally meaning the clear evidence, the Quran. Al-Kitab meaning the book, okay? Al-Mubin meaning the clear, okay? Or that which clarifies issues that we don't know. So the Quran is a clarification of knowledge that maybe we know, we have received, but we have no understanding of. The Quran came to clarify it for us. Indeed, we have revealed it in a blessed night. Now, Allah is describing a night here to be blessed. Baraka is blessing. When we say Mubarak, mean blessed. This man is Mubarak. This place is Mubarak. There are a lot of things that Allah had put Baraka in. But in the Quran, there are six things Allah talks about as having blessings. Okay? These six things, number one, Al-Quran. Allah called it blessed. Number two, Al-Ma, the water. Allah called it blessed. Number three, Al-Zaytun. The olive. Allah called it blessed. Number four, Isa. He says himself, when he addresses people, 
He said, I am blessed. Number five, Al-Kaaba. Allah said it is blessed. Number six, the night of Mid-Sha'ban. Laylatul Bara'a. Allah said it is blessed. Okay? Now, we look at the blessing. Why those things Allah has chosen and Sayyidina Isa to be blessed? <laughs> this is just an example. As if Allah is trying to tell us there are too many things that can be blessed. The shirt of Sayyidina Yusuf when it was sent to Yaqub and he, they threw it in his face and he became again able to see well, after the blindness it was a blessed shirt. The asa of Musa that he opened the sea with is a blessed. The turban okay, of Sayyidina Yusuf is a blessed turban. Anybody would wish that's why the Jews today are looking for what is in that tabut. Okay? The ark. Okay? They are looking for it because in it the ring of Suleiman is blessed. When I was young and I was looking for knowledge, the only fascinating thing for me is the knowledge of Suleiman when he was a child and his ring. I always wanted to have a ring like that. And subhanAllah, one day Allah made it easy for me. I went from here when I was studying and my mother just called my sister, come here. And just as I arrived, I sat next to her to bring the ring. I said, what ring? One day I called somebody to give him a ring in my country. I want to get you married. <laughs> I got frightened. <laughs> my knees were shaken. I was young. I don't want to get married. I had this kind of trouble. <laughs> so bring the ring. Zainab, bring the ring. So Zainab came bringing the ring. It was a nice silver ring. She put it in my hand and said, wear this. It's of the sunnah of Rasulullah to wear a ring. But it must be measured in weight. There is a measurement. Look for it. Investigate what what weight the Prophet wears. Don't wear too heavy or too light. There's a secret. So she did it exactly. She brought the man. He did it in front of her. In our country, it's easy. You can't bring the goldsmith to your house and say, do it for me. They just bring this thing. And she measured it. She did everything. She said, do it. And she did something. Anyway, that ring, subhanAllah, since I put it on, what I wanted became easy. Everywhere I go. Now, when I was getting into my, yeah, mashallah, push to get what I want properly in knowledge, and I was going to all the scholars, no door is scholars in front of me, I was sitting with one of the, one of the greatest scholars in Sudan. And he was surrounded by men who were eager like vultures. They want things. Those who are not married, those who are not having... And there's a man sitting in front of him, and he said, look, I need you. Every time he says something, he talks to somebody else. And he's a short man. He said to him, your problems are too many. I don't know how to sort out your problem. <laughs> and he keep neglecting him. And at the end, he said to him, okay, you, I'll come to you now. And he told him a lot of things. And he said to him, show me your hands. You don't have a ring? He said, no. Where am I going to get a ring for you? Where am I going to get a ring for you? He said, give him your ring. My ring? <laughs> <laughs> my ring? He said, give him. I took my ring. I couldn't say it to the sheikh. The man put it. And gone. It made me feel empty. I lost something huge. But then Allah has taught me something that when something is taken away from you, it becomes a barrier. Because the ultimate thing is Allah Himself. You need a key, but the key, once the door is open, it has no value after that. If you just keep worried about the key all the time, the key, the key, the key, what you came to look for in the room. You neglect, you waste your time. You see? So don't concentrate on the key. Concentrate in what you are intending to find behind the key, behind the closed door. So I, I felt good in myself. I started doing some zikr. Three, four, five, I think eight years later, I was sitting in a place and everybody celebrating this man who was so successful. And suddenly my short brother comes. Salam to me. I said, what happened? He said, oh, Allah Akbar. Everything became beautiful. Said, you are the one who took my ring. He said, that ring... It's perfect. I said, give me my ring. No. <laughs> give me my ring. No way. You can kill me for it. If you pay me a million pounds, I'll not give you that ring. For Allah, Allah knows his wisdom. Maybe in the Qadr, it was made to be given to me to give it to him. Just like a time when a man came to me and said to me, my sheikh says to give you salam and gave me this envelope for you. In it, there is something for you, but there is an amana. Keep with you until the owner comes to question you about it, you will know. 
And subhanallah, I got what I needed from that letter. And there are some messages, good messages for me at that time. This is early 80s or mid 80s. Subhanallah, suddenly, I used to go to Center Mosque all the time. I have a circle there. And one day I was sitting there, this beautiful young man, new to the country, dressed in brilliant white. He looks like a prince sitting there, but feeling miserable. So I started talking to him. He told me, look, he came to this country. He's from the family of Abdul Qadr Jailani in Baghdad, this and that. And he had got a problem with the marriage and this and that. <coughs> Allahu Akbar. And he needs the solution, and he knows his solution is in this mosque with somebody. What? I don't it in me. And then, subhanallah, I always carry that message with me. When I read it from the sheikh, it says, Sahibul Amana, the person who this amana belonged to, has difficulties with his marriage. I said, brother, this is your <laughs> mm. So, subhanallah, and the man who gave me the amana died already. Mm. When he sent it, he was alive. Okay, and the last time I saw him in Sudan, he whispered something in my ear, and he passed. His name is Sheikh Jalan, Allah bless his soul, give him tawfiq. So, I'm telling you all those things that things could be blessed. Don't deny them. People can be blessed, belongings can be blessed, places can be blessed, time can be blessed, anything. Okay, something is blessed, subhanAllah. But the Quran gave us six examples, okay, to show us that there is blessing in everything. Now, when we come to the Quran, Allah said, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وهذا ذكر مبارك أنزلناه And this is a dhikr, a remembrance, which is blessed. We have revealed it. Why is it blessed? What is it in it to make it blessed? Subhanallah, if you read the hadith, whosoever read the Quran, and believes in it, will be guided. If you look at the example of the people in the Western world here, the majority of them, when we meet them after they become Muslim, we discover that they came to Islam through the Quran. And they tell us, openly, if we met you before the Quran, we will never be Muslims. Astaghfirullah <laughs> But to me, that shows we need to improve ourselves. But it proves that the Quran, once a person reads it and believes in it, Allah can guide him to the faith. The best example for this is Brother Yusuf Islam, subhanAllah, just by reading the Quran. Nobody brought him to the Quran brought him to Islam. However, whosoever memorized the Quran, Allah will raise him. In the day of judgment, once you are in paradise, you can only go higher from the station you achieve by your deeds by how much Quran you know. Allah will say to you, or the malaika will address you, say, Iqra farqa. Read, and as much as you can read, you can go up. And subhanAllah, the hafiz of the Quran, he will be given the power of intercession. For 12 people from the immediate family, and those whom he loves. 12 who have nothing to show for, and they are straight going to the halfa, he has the right to go and say to Allah, I want them out. And there are some ahadith that gives more. So the Quran, for this reason, is blessed. However, this blessing goes further to the parents, even if the parents are not Muslims. If there is a non-Muslim mother, and there are many of them, who are married to a Muslim man, and she works hard to fulfill her duty to her husband that her children are raised as Muslims, and one of them become a hafiz, he will intercede on her behalf. Listen to the hadith. قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من قرأ القرآن نظرا في المصحف خفف الله عز وجل عن أبويه العذاب وإن كان كافرين ابن عدي reported by ابن عدي whosoever recite the Quran whosoever recite the Quran but looking at it from the مصحف not just from their mind even if you are a حافظ look at the مصحف look at the written okay Quran enjoy looking at the letters and while you are reading it Allah will reduce subhanahu wa ta'ala the punishment of the parents of this person who is reading even if the parents are non-believers Allahu Akbar even if they are not believers look at the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala look at the glory of the almighty Allah in putting the blessing in the Quran if you really believe in it if you really trust in it if you really read it with joy 
Allah can do that. So we need to do more of this. When it comes to the water, Allah says, وَنَزَّلْنَا مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَاءً مُبَارَكًا And we have brought down from the heaven water that is blessed. Now tell me, we are living in a country where when it rains, people are cursing the rain. Astaghfirullah al-Azim. When it is not raining, they are cursing the weather. Where is the rain? Isn't it? It is very, very strange. And this is a lesson for us Muslims. Be very careful. I remember when I came newly to this country, whenever I go to the bus stop, somewhere somebody will come and say, terrible weather. And I used to be very frightened. And I say, oh, it's good. How, how is it good? And I'm frightened to say anything because we're not supposed to say anything about the weather. If it's cold, alhamdulillah. If it's hot, alhamdulillah. If it's windy, alhamdulillah. If it's raining, alhamdulillah. If there is no rain, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah ala kulli hal. billahi min hal we seek refuge in Allah from the position of the people of the hellfire. Because they are never satisfied. They are never content. As Rasulullah said in the hadith, الغنى غنى النفس وليس الغنى غنى المال To be content is not by having wealth, by having money, material gain, but to be content. Everything is good. Alhamdulillah ala kulli hal. What is the blessing of the water? The blessing of the water is making everything alive. There is nothing that is alive only there is water in it. Everything, everything that is living, there is water in it. And there is no doubt about that. Because Allah said in the Quran, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وجعلنا من الماء كل شيء حي. And from water, we made everything that is alive. إنا خلقنا الإنسان من نطفة أمشاج نبتليه. Man, Adam was from mud. We can't say we are from mud. See, some, some parents would try to be very clever to their children, little toddlers, and teach them, we are made of the mud. But ma'am, I'm not mud. Hmm. We are made of the mud. No, no, you don't say that. Yes, your father Adam was made of the mud. Our father, the first man, was made of the mud. We are made from a drop. Mimma. We are made of the water. Okay? A drop. Okay. But water, some of the greatest scholars of Islam from the wise men said, water have got ten qualities. The believer who have got truthfulness in his iman must have them. He says to his student, check those qualities. If you don't have them, work on achieving them. What are the qualities of the water? Quality number one, al-riqqa. Being lenient. Well, lean, being gentle. Well, quwa, being strong. Can you imagine water is strong? You know, when they are digging the rocks, water destroys the rocks. You see, water is very important. The diamond, when they need the diamond, they have to use water. Okay? Wallatafa. Okay? Gentleness. Wassafawa. Purity. Wallharaka. Motion. Water is always moving. Water never stays. If you have a leak somewhere, rest assured it's going to reach. <laughs> it goes. It's traveling. Wallrutuba. Wetness. Wallbruda. Coolness. By nature, water is not hot. By nature, water is cool. Therefore, we drink it to cool ourselves. Although we make tea out of it on coffee. It's what I intended for that. But <laughs> Water is always, it goes down. It never stays up. Only when Musa hit the sea, it went up. Or when it freezes, you see the water. But otherwise, it always falls down. Okay? Walhaya, modesty. It never shows itself. The fire shows the flame. The wind shows things. But the water is always, although it's very powerful. Okay? Now, the true believer, the sheikh says, or the clever believer, he calls him, he must have riqqatul qalb. His heart must be very gentle. He must be lenient in his behavior with people, in his conduct. When it comes to obedience, he is strong. He will do anything to fulfill what Allah commanded or Rasulullah Sallam or the religion requires or the parents or the elders. Latafat al-nafs. Okay? Gentleness. Okay? Of his nafs, his ego. He is not really harsh. The Prophet said, whenever harshness enters into anything, it makes it ugly. 
بتلينيسي وانا بيت انترنسينج ميكس ات بيوتيفول ما دخل اللين شيئا الا زانه وما دخل الشده شيئا الا شانته هذا قول الحبيب المصطفى صلى الله عليه وسلم وصفاوه العمل ابيليفر هيز بيور ان هيز اكشنز المنافق از ميكست يخلط الشيء بالشيء اوكي ليس ما قال كما في قلبه وليس ما في قلبه كما يقول that which he says not like what is in his heart what is in his heart is definitely opposite to what is, is said by him because he is a cheat والحركة في الخير and he is always in motion to do good سباقون للخير okay? المؤمنون okay? والرطوبة في العين the believer his eye will always look with praises the non-believer will look with envy or jealousy. Allah said to the Prophet in the Quran, وَلَمَّا يَزْلِقُونَكَ بِأَبْصَارِهِمْ لَمَّا سَمِعُوا الذِّكْرِ O Muhammad Sallam, watch them among the mushrikeen, there are those who sit in front of you, and they look at you from top to toe, or from head to toe, wishing you evil, because they think, look at you, an orphan, a miskeen, a poor man, you have nothing. You don't even have a son. استغفر الله العظيم. You don't even have a son. تفضل يسوع. إن أعطناه كوثر. فصل لربك ورح. إن شأنك هو الأبتر. The one who says to you, يرحمك الله. Who says to you, يعني you have no son. You are weak. That he is the one who have nothing to show for. يرحمك الله. Okay. يشفيك الله أيضا. ويعافيكم كل دائم فيك. So their eye is harsh. وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم العين حق. And he said, the eye is true. A lot of people today, they go to the doctor, they check, they do nothing. They check your urine, they check your blood, they check your blood pressure. Hey, you are okay, and you are not okay. You know you are not okay. It's an eye. The eye can kill. Okay? The eye can kill. I was once sitting in the haram, in Mecca, with the greatest men of the haram. This is, imagine the ulama, and the imams, and the mutawfeen. This should be the highest, because it's the highest mosque in the land. A salah in it is equal to 100,000 salah. And suddenly, a man came and said, Everybody, so and so is outside, and he needs a mutawif. Everybody hid himself. <laughs> they were hiding. Although when somebody great, from a big family or a rich man, everybody wants to go because they give them money. Then. So I said, what's going on? Nobody was answering me. Everybody was hiding. No, I'm not here. The police. And they're in the haram. One of them said to me, look, this man, if he looks at you, <laughs> you're gonna come out with something. <laughs> I said, how, how come that the king brought him, King Fahad brought him a new Mercedes, one, one of the best, over 100,000 pounds, I think, worth of a car. He came out to him and he said, Ah, my car looks like the fastest horse in the land. When they try to open the engine, the engine is gone. <laughs> they have to replace it. They took it to the factory, put a new engine. <laughs> They couldn't mend it, something. <laughs> okay. They said, you want us to go to this man? <laughs> no, no money will buy him for us. We don't need his money. Somebody else can go and make the for him. See, so that is the eye. And this is, I'm telling you this story because if this is the people who people go for dua for, they're hiding from a man with an eye, what about us? Allah save us. Okay. وَالتَّوَاضِعُ Okay, مَعَ الْخَلْقِ and humility with the creation. Human or not human? Don't act arrogant in front of any creature. Okay? Walhaya and istima'il-haq. And being in a position of modesty when you hear the truth. Don't try to think as if I know it all or answer it. Just listen to it because that's the truth. Number three, the olive. زيتون. Why is it blessed? Allah said in the Quran, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم من شجرة مباركة زيتونة. From a blessed tree, which is an olive tree. Why an olive tree is blessed? It is said, the tree Allah said to Adam, don't eat from is the olive tree. Many people think it is an apple tree. But the spiritual teachers say, it's the olive tree. Why the olive tree? Because the olive tree have two qualities. It had the quality of the feeding of the body and the quality of the light. It gives two things. And they say it is 
physical and spiritual. Allah said about it in the Quran, وَصِبْغُنْ لِلْأَكِلِينَ وَصِبْغُنْ لِلْأَكِلِينَ For the person who will eat it, there is good health in it. And therefore today, when you buy olive oil, it's supposed to be the best oil that you can cook with. In fact, there are some people, the virgin or extra virgin olive oil, they put in the, your people back home, put a little bit in the cup and they drink it in the morning. My father used to do that, my grandfather. And people say to them, it's not good to drink oil, but it made them healthy. And they were very, very strong. And they died at late age, but until they died, they were upright. They were praying five daily prayers in the mosque. They never stopped. Made their wudu. My father, my grandfather, my grandfather was 160 years old. My father was 93 years old. He's here properly. He sees properly. Not lost one tooth. Like a young man. May Allah give us that tawfir, inshallah. Okay? But some of us three said, Ash-Shajar al-Mubarakah, the blessed tree, which Allah mentioned in the Quran, is Ibrahim alayhi salam, the father of all the prophets. Some of them said, it's Al-Quran, the root of all, the word of God, you see, the foundation. Okay. Some said, Al-Iman, the faith. Some said, Al-Nafs al-Mutma'inna. يا أيتها النفس المطمئنة ارجعي إلى ربك راضية مرضية فادخلي في عبادي وادخلي جنتي Oh you tranquil soul Return to your Lord Accepting his will and he will accept you Okay And then enter into my paradise or my garden This is it Number four سيدنا عيسى عليه السلام Why? He's blessed Allah said mentioned in the Quran When his mother was carrying him as a baby He said himself وجعلني مباركا أينما كنت and Allah has made me blessed wherever I might be. I don't need to go to a blessed place to be. So I don't need to go to a place of blessing. If I need blessing, I can come to Isa. Before we go to the Mashaykh. And people say, you shouldn't go there. Or we visit a, she- a tomb of a sheikh. Why are you going there? Nothing is there. Allah, they missed the whole thing. The man is blessed. So the place he is buried is blessed. Allahu Akbar. And we are supposed to look for those places. Allah said to Sayyidina Muhammad Sallam, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Subhanallah, Asra bi Abdihi Laylan, Mil Mazjid al Harami, Lal Mazjid al Aksal, Ladi Barakna, Hawla. Glory be to Allah who has taken his servant in a journey by night from Al Mazjid al Harami in Mecca to Al Mazjid al Aksal, the furthermore in Jerusalem, Aksal Mosque, the one which we blessed is the surrounding. So when you walk there, it's all blessed. Anything you touch is blessed. So if I go there, I have nothing there. May Allah take me there. I'll touch everything. I'll kiss everything. They might think I'm crazy. But it's blessed. <coughs> Allah Akbar. That's the whole idea of the blessing. Okay? And of the blessing of Sayyidina Isa alayhi salam, subhanAllah, when he was born, his mother was alone, lying under a tree. Although she conceived this child with kum fayakun, she could have born this child with kum fayakun and nothing. But Allah wanted her to have the same pain of the first. So she was sitting under a tree that is dry. A palm tree, dry. And she was tired and she was hungry. When a woman is delivering with all the comfort, she's feeling miserable. And today in our world, if you're not there, the husband, Allah help you. <laughs> and Allah help you twice if she's holding your hand, she'll break it for you <laughs> from the pain. <laughs> there are men, they faint before the wife. <laughs> I'm asking the question, who's feeling the pain of delivery? <laughs> the man or the woman? But this happened. Maryam was by herself. As a child in her room, the malaika used to come to her and bring her food from the heaven. Woman in Allah, she used to say. Allahu Akbar. But now, at the time of difficulty, when she is delivering, no nanny. No midwife, no mother, no grandmother, no sister, no husband beside her. She's alone, not in a place where she's comfortable, on the ground under a dry palm tree. When he was born and he's beneath her, she's, she's worried. What did he say to her? Mom, look at this little baby. Mom, shake the tree. It will bring to you rutab. Rutab meaning that which is fresh, sweet, yet is edible. Because some of the rutab you cannot eat it. That which is edible. If you cut it before it is rutab, you can't eat it. 
But once it becomes rutab, it is edible and it is easily bringing the blood to the position of giving you the strength. Allah said in the Quran, I can't even explain it in English. As if to say, perfect dates will be given that will nourish you, ma'am. Subhanallah. And then he said to her, Mama, eat and drink and feel happy. Feel tranquil. Nothing will happen to you. Because she was frightened. People are going to ask me, I'm having a baby. Where is this from? Oh, all these things come to you. Like Sayyidina Zakari alayhi salam, he comes to this little girl bringing her the food every time. He's not noticing. She's growing up. She's becoming a woman. And one day he's bringing all this food. And there is plenty in her room. Not of the season or of the land. From where did you get this? He was worried. She said, Woman in Allah. He looked up where she's saying. And then he looked down. It's the place where she prayed. There in the place where she used to pray, he kneeled. Why? Because it's his blessed place. This is Zakaria, the great prophet and messenger, the old man, the one who's looking after Maryam. Oh Allah. Oh Allah, give me from you someone who will inherit me. He used to do this all the time in his place. There, while he's praying in Maryam's place, the malaika came down to him. Allah is giving you the good news. Nobody can. Imagine if you are now praying and the malaika said, okay, what you want is coming. You're going to run away. Or you're going to jump from happiness. And instead of feeling happy and joy for what he wanted all this time, he was wondering, how come? How could I have a baby and my head is white? Well, okay, my head is now all white. And then it daunted in him, his wife is an old woman. What people are going to say? Allah said, just fast. Maryam, Allah told her to fast. Fast from speaking. Let the babies do the talking. Okay? So this Isa alayhi salam, his blessing is from the time he's born. The speech he gives to his mother, then later on to the people. Okay, subhanallah. And later on, he takes the mud and fashion it into a bird and bismillahirrahmanirrahim, it is flying. I don't know how many speeches of bird in the Middle East are Isa's creation. I always used to tease my brothers when we were in the school in Sudan. I would love to meet a bird Allah allowed Isa to create. It's there. Allah says so. I believe in what Allah said in the Quran. وَيَخْلُغُ مِنَ الطِّينِ كَهَيْئَةَ الطَّيْرِ مَنَ الَّذِي يَخْلُغُ Isa. بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ لَنُ اللَّهُ وَالْخَلَّاقَ الْعَلِيمِ An apprentice can do something. You cannot, he cannot say he not do it. He can do it. But the person who taught him is the one who knows the knowledge. Okay, but now he can learn from him. So Allah is the khalaq, al-alim. But he taught Isa by the name of Allah to do whatever he wants. And we can all have that position. حَتَّى يَسُرُ الْعَبْدُ رَبَّانِيًّا يَقُولُ الشَّيْكُمْ فَيَكُونَ مَاذَا الْعَبْدِيَ تَقَرَّبُ إِلَيَّ بِالنَّوَافِلِ حَتَّى أُحِبُّهُ My servant will come close to me or try to come close to me by extra nafilas, optional act of worship. Salah, fasting, okay? uh, giving charity, helping people, whatever charity you do. You can do as much until they come a time when Allah loves you. When Allah loves you, He becomes your hearing, your sight, your hand, your leg. And when you ask Him, He will give you. When you seek refuge in Him, He will give you refuge. Until you become His servant. All of us have this in our destiny. That's why the old generation they used to go to the caves, like Hassan al-Bisri, Junaid, all of them. They were looking for that strength, spiritual strength. Today, we're looking for McDonald's. <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken. Subway. <laughs> My wife was sitting watching television. She's watching this program. A man is challenging how much he can eat. This is kufr. <laughs> there are people hungry, dying. And people are clapping. This is like animals. Oh! Have you seen something like that? 
I was there. I sat down to. I said to her, "This is this is nonsense. There are people dying in the world, and this man can eat anything." Astaghfirullah. This is astaghfirullah. No, no, something wrong in the world. Shouldn't be like that. More than that, Sayyidina Isa alayhi salam used to heal the sick and he used to raise the dead. Allahu Akbar. Man al-Muhi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who give life? Allah give life. But bi-idhnillah, the man can give life. Subhanallah. Wallahi All of us, if we have Allah with us, when somebody is dead and you want to say to him, get up, they can get up. But you have to have it. When you have the will of Allah, Allah will allow you. But if you don't have it, you will never be able to. Okay? Now, and a lot of things Allah gave him. And number five, the Kaaba. Allah said about it in the Quran, Indeed, the first house that was put for mankind for worship, and the jinn and the malaika and others that we don't know of, is the Kaaba. And it's blessed. There's no doubt about it. When I go there, I like to tease the guards because they say, don't touch. Nothing in it. It's just, just a house. I know. <laughs> I know. And I touch. And I embrace. Seriously, last Ramadan I went. You know, if you have a chance, when you go between the door of the Kaaba here yeah. and the black stone, Al-Multazm, whereby the cross, you can raise it up. If you can, just raise it and go underneath and hug the Kaaba. Rasulullah used to hug it and cry. Allah. Why shouldn't we? If the Prophet did it, we will do it. I said, Abu Khattab said, the black stone, if I didn't see Rasulullah kiss you, I will never kiss you. So the Prophet kissed the stone, the Prophet touched the Kaaba, the Prophet did everything. We will take everything. It's a blessed thing. When people give you the black cloth of the Kaaba, take it. It's blessed. And keep it. Our fathers always used to have it in the Quran. In the morning when they wanted to read the Quran, they used to wipe it in their eyes. Asking Allah to allow them always to see the Quran so that their parents will be forgiven. Many brothers said today, I don't need the Quran. I just read it and need from memory. Look at it. As I read it in the Hadith, look at it and read. It's better for you. Allah will open your eyes to that which is beautiful. Okay? What is the blessing of the Kaaba? Okay? One of it is blessing, and why it is blessed? Allah says, وَمَنْ دَخَلَهُ كَانَ آمِنًا And whosoever enter it, he will be secure. Here and hereafter. Wallahi, the most entrance to any place in this world is to enter that Kaaba. And in it, there are magnificent things people don't see. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, I thank Allah. When Allah allowed me, I found... Zam them inside, not outside, inside. And who is giving it? The Prophet ﷺ. He gives for people to drink. And what is recited in that? Quran. Nothing else. Quran. All the time. There is a recitation of Quran, and there is the Prophet ﷺ giving people to drink, whoever comes into that place. Once you are there, that's it. There is security, inshallah. May Allah give us all that security. Okay. And we hope, because Mecca is all blessed, we hope even when you just enter the Sahan, you are, you are in the Kaaba. That's what we believe. So you all, all those who visited, you are there. And those who did not visit, may Allah allow you to visit Amen. and be in that place. And the last point, the night of Mishaban. The night of Mishaban is a blessed night. So you see, we have got a Kaaba, a building that is blessed. Okay, then we have got the Quran, the word or a book that is blessed. We've got a human being, a Sayyidina Isa, that is blessed. We've got a, a commodity like water that is blessed. And now we've got time, a night that is blessed. So it's sure. can be in anything. Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told the Prophet, this is the night of Bara'a. Why did he call it Bara'a? Because it is a blessed night. Because there is two things that happen in this night. Okay? Mercy will be coming from the heaven to those who will be observing that night. And Allah will bless the people who are looking for that night. <coughs> but there are other scholars who says there is a lot of benefit for anybody who is looking for benefits here or hereafter. And the most greatest thing they say is the forgiveness that you can receive in the night of Allah. Mm-hmm. For Rasulullah says to Aisha, Ya Humaira, 
if you only know that in this night Allah will forgive anybody who is seeking to be forgiven. Anybody. If you are seeking to be forgiven, Allah will forgive you. And Ali ibn Abi Talib, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, قال, قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم, ينظر الله تعالى في ليلة النصف من شعبان إلى سماء الدنيا. Ali ibn Abi Talib said that, the Prophet said, Allah come closest to the people of the earth. Not in direction or a place. Okay? We shouldn't think like that. But closest to us, spiritually. In the night of Mid-Sha'ban, فَيَغْفِرُ لِكُلِّ مُسْلِمٍ He will forgive every Muslim. Whether we like it or not. إِلَّا لِمُشْرِكٍ Accept a, a, a Muslim shirk in their heart. And the greatest shirk is the hidden shirk. One of the greatest shirk, shirk meaning to associate others with God. If you suddenly think, well, what I do in my life, I do it because of my own will. Astaghfirullah. Never think that you do anything. Allah allows you to do. Okay? So be careful. That's the way we don't, don't assume anything to yourself. Always return it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or mushahin. Or somebody who carries grudges in his heart. If you have got anybody who have angered you, annoyed you, seek them, ask their forgiveness. Forgive them. Okay? Or the one who severs his link with his next of kin. That's terrible. In fact, he's one of the hypocrites. As Allah says in Surah Muhammad. أو امرأة تبغي في فرجها or a woman who goes out of her way to do that which is forbidden without permission okay committing يعني adultery in that sense okay so if you have shirk in your heart association with others with others with Allah if you carry grudges in your heart against others if you cut your relation with your family or if a woman goes out and does that which is forbidden for her to do. Okay. Ikrima, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, a student of Ibn Abbas, radiallahu ta'ala anhuma, said about this verse, which is verse number four from the three verses I read at the beginning, Hamim wal kitab al-mubil, inna anzalnahu fi laytum mubaraka. Hamim, the two letters, and the clear book. Indeed, we have revealed it in a blessed mind. He said, Fiha yufraq kulla amrin hakim, the next verse. In this mind, Every wise affair will be declared. Mm. Declared to whom? To the malaika. Allah declared everything. So, this is the night of the budget. Every year, the accountants give us a lot of headaches. The bearers in our schools about the budget in March. Okay? Sending your papers to the accountant and doing all the signatures, making sure. Okay? In our own homes, in our own schools, in our own work, we have our budgets for our home, for whatever. But the annual budget of the human being is declared in that. Why? Listen to this. He says, this great tabi'ah, he said, this night in which every affair is declared to the malaika is the night of Miss Sha'ban. يدبر الله تعالى فيها أمر السنة. Allah will declare everything that is happening next year. So next this week coming, some people are counting Shaaban. This today is now this is Sunday now. Yeah, today is the eleventh. Some say today is the twelfth. So if it is today, today anybody knows the date today? Twelve. Twelve. For us it's the twelfth. Yeah, but uh, some of the uh, most are saying. Today is the 11th. So if it is the 12th, Tuesday evening. Tuesday. So for me and you, all of us, we do Tuesday evening, we do Wednesday evening. We do both. Can do both. Yes. So that we can benefit. Yeah. And prepare ourselves. Okay. What did he say? Allah will write the name of all those who are going to be living next year. He doesn't declare the dead. The malaika. He just say he's living, he's living, he's living, he's living. The one who are not mentioned, they're dead. Some of them they get to know. Some of them will be informed. I know a lot of men, they know beforehand, I'm dying. I'm going. Some will see it in their dream, some will be whatever. Some it just hit them suddenly. <laughs> like an accident. 
they're neither here nor because they, are, they haven't got the facilities to receive. If they can't even remember their dream, how could they tell them? If they can't hear anything, they want to tell them, but they can't hear it. So that's their lot. And in that night, the one who is going to Hajj will be returned. Now, some people say, no, 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 no. This verse here means Laylatul Qadr. No. I said it before and I say it now and I confirm this. The Quran is revealed three times. The Quran, and by the way, the tafsir of this verse, meaning the night of Mishaban, all the Mufassirin agree upon, except for Ikrama. He says, it is Laylatul Qadr. But the rest of them, they say, it is Laylatul Nisf Mishaban. Now, Laylatul Nisf Mishaban, the night of Mishaban, the Quran was revealed من اللوح المحفوظ إلى البيت المعمور. The Quran was revealed from the prophetic tablet to البيت المعمور, which is in the seven heavens where Sayyidina Ibrahim is. Called البيت المعمور because every day 70,000 angels enter it and they never come out to the day of Qiyamah. البيت المعمور. That means it's filled of light. Now then, in Laylatul Qadr, Jibreel alayhi salam took it from there and brought it to the cave in Hira and revealed it into the heart of Prophet Now here, Allah said, He came down with it to your heart, the trusted spirit, Sayyidina Jibreel Okay? So, why people sometimes say, he just brought him the first few verses. No, 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 no. The whole Quran. Why was he embracing him and releasing him? So the whole Quran was there. Inna anzalnahu. What does that mean? All of it. Fi all of it. Fi al-Qadr, all of it. So this is a two time of revelation of the Quran. The third time, when the Quran was revealed in 23 years, 13 in Mecca, 10 in Medina, in proportions, according to the need and the teaching of Rasulullah. We have revealed it to you, O Muhammad, so that you relate it to people in portions. And slowly and gently, so that they can learn it and put it in practice. So, the first revelation, The second revelation, In the cave of Hira in Mecca, in the night of power in Ramadan. And the third one, in 23 years, in Mecca and Medina, that which is revealed in Mecca called Makki, that which is revealed in Medina called Madani. Makki meaning revealed in Mecca, Madani meaning revealed in Medina. Now, when Jibreel السلام, came to the Prophet and brought him the Quran in Laylatul Qadr, in Al-Bayt Al-Ma'mur, and into 23 years, how do we know that? The Prophet asked the Prophet asked Jibreel alayhi salam, Ya Jibreel, from where do you get the Quran for me? He said, Ya Rasulullah, from the seven heavens, from the Bayt al-Ma'mur. How do you get it? He said, Ya Rasulullah, I enter the house, and I hear it from behind the veil. And who is reciting it for you? Allahu alam. La ilma li bihi. I don't know. Subhanallah. He says that. He said, do you know why I am reciting it for you. <laughs> now this is very high talk. Because Sayyidina Muhammad Allah has created me before your father Adam by 2000 years and he taught me. To glorify Allah by a glorification that I use and the Malaika glorify after me. Now we want to have that faith. Don't have any doubt. Don't let people say to you, oh, no, 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 this is this and this and that. No, 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 this is the truth. Okay. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Inshallah, we hope and pray. Inshallah, this week, Laylatul Bara. See the uh, 
Yasir, in the mosque, when are you doing Lalik al-Bara'a? Huh? When is the evening? Okay, when is the evening? So inshallah, when is the evening, we will join you. But if you want to come, I usually do this in Lalik al-Bara'a. Between Maqrib and Isha, I pray six rak'at. I pray the first two rak'at by the intention of repentance into Allah and seeking his forgiveness. And after I pray the two rak'at in jama'ah, then I read Yasin and the dua. We have a dua, especially from Mashaykh. Then we get up and pray another two rak'at by the intention of long life with obedience to Allah. Okay? And then, because this is the return of the Ahyan and what we want Allah to extend for us. And then, after that, we read Yasin with the same intention. And the last two, we ask Allah to make us never depend upon people, but to depend upon Him. Alhamdulillah. That's why we're doing fasting yeah, on Thursday. Yeah. And uh, an ideal, ideal for us, those who want to do the two nights, fast Wednesday and fast Thursday. In fact, these are beautiful days to fast. Because the Prophet said, Alaykum bil amal You should always encourage yourself to fast in the middle light days. What are they, Ya Rasulullah? The 13, 14, and 15. And if you fast them, Allah will lighten your heart. And what a better month to be enlightened than the month of Sha'ban, the month of the Prophet. It is a month, he said, I fast and I take dear to myself because it is neglected. He was always sent to the neglected, to the orphan, to the poor, to the needy, to the destitute, to the hungry. And he, sallallahu the mercy, even to the month. <laughs> he took this month and it became his month, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. إن ربنا يرحمنا اللهم رب اغفر لنا ذنوبنا وإسرافنا في أمرنا وثبت أقدامنا ونصنع القوم الكافرين يا رب هيئ لنا من أمرنا رشدا واجعل معونتك الحسنى لنا مددا بالأولياء بالصالحين بجمعهم من جاءنا القرآن عنهم مرشدا فرج بفضلك إلهيك ربنا يا خير مد الأنم له يدا اللهم رب هون علينا ويسر لنا وآتنا سؤلنا وبلغنا مخوضنا وكلنا ولا تكن علينا يا كريم إخواننا القائبين أينما كانوا وكانت أجسامهم أينما حلوا وحلت أرواحهم فاغفر لهم وارحمهم وسدد خطاهم وآتهم سؤلهم وبلغهم مقصدهم خاصة نخون الشعر عمر في جنوب أمريكا اللهم يا رب يسر أمره في كل لحظة وحين اللهم رب يسر له في كل حاجة اللهم رب آتيه سؤله وبلغه مقصوده ولسائر المسلمين خاصة طفلنا المرضى يا رب العالمين اشفهما عافهما أرفع ما بهما برحمة الله الرحمين صلي وسلم على محمد النبي الأمين وآله وسلم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسل الحمد لله رب العالمين الفاتح بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم الصراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين جزاكم الله ألف خير الحمد لله